Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome, sports fans, to another exciting episode of Untapped Keg Sports. I'm one of your hosts, RJ Zimmerman, here with my friend, former college superstar running back, Monte Ball. How you doing, big fella? Allege, allegedly, but uh, I'm good, <laughs> man. I um, I feel good, but again, as, as I shared, kind of pre-show, you know, kind of went through that autopilot mode kind of a little bit this week. I don't know, kind of in a funk, like a cloud, but I get excited that. for Thursday I get night. There's a lot going sports. on. Talk some movies. How you doing? Uh, it was a pretty good week. Pretty good week. Work is kind of back to normal. I don't have to answer to anybody this week, so uh get to have a little bit of fun, get to laugh, and don't have to worry about people being upset because other people are laughing while we're working. It's weird. Uh But, you know, we got the crew. They're hot right now. Meanwhile, the uh, cards, they're not right now. <laughs> Lion's mm-hmm. here. What's up, Lion? Good to see you. Oh, the Lion. Oh, up baby. The Brewers, though, they're top uh, three pitchers. They're top three go. pitchers. They go, go. <laughs> they are arguably the best in Major League Baseball, and it is a lot of fun to watch. Oh, my gosh. Arguably, they are. The Dodgers have a, have a case, and I think they're the only team that has a case right now. My gosh. I'm serious. Okay, the Brewers are playing some really good baseball. Without I mean, I, hold on. They're playing good baseball without Christian Yelich. One of the best players in baseball. I mean, he's kind of got to he's, he's kind of got to get back to proving that. He's got to get back to proving that, but I okay, I got to admit. Yeah, you guys are playing some darn good baseball. Uh Cardinals not so much. Cardinals are at the bottom right now. We are at the bottom. They're below the Pirates. Yes, and still getting smacked by the Nationals. They're <laughs> below the Pirates. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's really below, funny. Below the Pirates. Um it's not it's not looking good, you know, 18 games in, 8 and 10 record. And again, it's not it's not the worst. And again, it's it's it's, it's a long season. It's not good season. though. That's not good. It's not good. But we got 65,000 They're more not games. that far behind though. I mean, so, the we'll Brewers right. are on top right now at ten and eight, so it's not like it's not like the Cardinals are so far behind they can't make it up right. in a week. But it's it's kind of like the record doesn't really reflect so much of how they actually been playing. They don't look good. They don't look good. Um, I remember the like I said the last time <laughs> the game Yadier's two thousand catch behind the plate. They looked sluggish, and I was like, "Why don't you just just." I don't. Let's do that when we're winning. I don't care. To, I don't care to see that right now. Getting smacked by the Nationals, and I keep putting my foot in my mouth because I was talking trash about the Cardinals that are <laughs> thinking they were going to do well against RJ and his Brewers, and then look what happens every single time. I'm going to start saying the opposite now of what I <laughs> of what I want to happen. It seemed like it started the week before the championship game of FCF football. It's just I'm, why, I'm about what happened. 
What happened in the championship game of FCF football? This year, man, I'm about knee deep backwards, like this way. My freaking <laughs> eat my foot, my mouth. <laughs> Putting that butt. Yeah, but yeah, of course, my team lost. But again, I'll let you have the floor. Talk, talk about your Brewers. They are playing well, and so I'll give here. This is your last chance, your last time of having it. So go ahead and and and. Gloat the last time of having what of the Brewers being good. Of, of, you don't of, have you don't have a pitching morning. staff this good. <laughs> And a bullpen this good, and then just fade. You don't just fade. All right. And when Christian Yelich comes back, Lorenzo Kane and Colton Wong, and then Kesson Hira finally starts seeing some fastballs that he can tee off on. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see this team actually come together. That's a that's the scary part right now. They're winning on defense and pitching. Their offense, they haven't had their best lineup since you know the first week almost. It's been a very long time since they had their best players out there. So as soon as they get healthy again and they start hitting bombs and putting some innings together, it's going to be a lot of fun to see what this Brewers team can do. The fact that they swept the number two team in the Major League Baseball uh, at their place, like on the road, the Brewers were on the road, Yeah, that's solid. That's better than solid. They beat some really, really good pitchers. To put it in perspective, I mean, it's to put it in perspective. Burns, he has forty strikeouts and no walks this year. That's a major league record by far. Wait, say that again. He has has forty. This as a pitcher, he has forty strikeouts and zero walks. He's walked to nobody, given zero free passes. He's averaged giving up like one hit a game, maybe two. that's pretty good. I can't even lie. It, that is like it is. That's pretty impressive. Like I, I said, like I said, that's <laughs> that's a I major lie. league baseball record, and it's not close. <laughs> wow, like uh, that's a pretty impressive stat. I can't it, lie. When when it comes to baseball and all the stats, it's like oh, okay, okay. There's a stat for everything, but that's a pretty good stat. That's a that's, that's a stat a that everybody stat. can get behind. Carrie's like that's an insane right. ratio. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Lions says it's they're going to be top five in batting. I, the way that they're hitting with their right. backup backup lineup, I can't disagree with that. Like they're putting they're putting innings together. Omar, right. If uh, Omar Narvaez keeps us up as a catcher, like yeah, they're going to be, and it obviously is not going to keep it up to his level. But if he's if he hits 280, 20 home runs, yeah, watch out. I mean, Colton Wong is going to be end the season at 280. Yelich is going to hit over 300 this year. He's going to hit 30 bombs. Is is Wong Wong active? Not yet. Not yet. He's on the injured list still. My goodness. And Yelich isn't healthy, right? And Kane's not healthy either. (laughs) You think they're going to be able to come back and, and like, I think, right at it? I think that they like, are, have a chance to give the Dodgers a run for their money. It do, what's Wong the Dodgers injury? are so much ahead of everybody right now that it's tough to catch, but what's Wong what? What's Wong's injury, or, or what is he just not active, or, or what's, uh, what's going on? I think it was his hamstring. Hamstring? Yeah, let me and look that still, up quick. And is, is it still uh, Yelich's knee? Uh, it's Yelich's back. His back now? Jeez. Yeah, they said it was... It was precautionary. He's going to be out the minimum. Yeah. So basically, 
it was it's a long season just shut them down for a little bit don't make, let them hurt it anymore so but so your your cardinals what do they have to do to get back on track here is it offense is it pitching how's your baseball fandom pitching. doing through this low stretch right. um you know it it was it was I was hopping on bandwagon for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I, I love the Cardinals, but you know, I don't really watch a lot of baseball. But at the beginning of the season, I was, I was, I was with it. Fell off a little bit because of the poor performance, the the pitching, man. It's the pitching for sure. It is the pitching, RJ. And, and that's what I tried to tell you before the year was like they have Jack Flaherty, <laughs> who I'm not convinced I, is. A I knew true you were going to bring it up too. I knew. But I tried to. They always hit fine. It doesn't you're gonna bring it up. They could jog out a double A lineup and they'll hit fine. I don't know it's what the, it is about the Cardinals, but they always hit fine. It's the pitching, man. We just uh I don't know. It's I again I don't watch a ton of baseball, so I can't sit there and say, oh, they're not playing Cardinals baseball. It's not really much of that. I just think it's it's when but it comes you can down to say the that they're not playing Cardinals to, baseball. Well, <laughs> no, I just don't. I, I, it's, it's, it's. We're eighteen games in. We're, sure. we're eighteen. It's, it's. We're gonna be all right. We're gonna be just fine. Uh, and so, let's let's wait until about fifty, sixty games in. That's when you can really be like, up. Oh, we're gonna we're we're not we're not gonna make it. I remember a couple years ago. The Dodgers, who were supposed to win the NL West going away, the Dodgers started the year like 15 games under 500, and we were approaching the All-Star break, which is the yeah. just below the halfway point. And they came back and won it, and they ended up winning the NL West. So even at 15 games under like whatever, like let's say it's 80, you're 80 games in, you're about halfway, all right? And you're 15 games under 500, you can still make a run. You can still go on an unbelievable tear and mm-hmm. make a run and come back. It's it's possible. Is it likely? No. But this division is going to be a little bit of a dogfight. And you can, um, you can tell for sure. You can tell already. They, it's going to take a lot more than uh, 15. You know, it's gonna it's gonna take a lot. For let's say you get a fifteen game lead, like that's an unbelievable lead. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's probably not going to happen. But right, even like a seven eight game lead, I could see the Cardinals erasing that and coming back. So, I got you. I got you. I mean, we'll see. I mean, but again, yeah, you see, we got Cardinals, we got Brewers, we got the Reds in this one. Pirates, they're trash. But and I mean, it's going to be Cubs. A, it's gonna be a the Cubs are rebuilding. They're Cubs looking. Sure. They're looking okay right now, but I just don't see. I see the Cubs having a fire sale come trade deadline, and then I see. Uh, I mean, the Pirates are the worst team in baseball, so mm-hmm. that's what I see. <laughs> right, right. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be a brawl, like you said. Um, that's that's gonna be funny too. It's gonna be funny to see how this all plays out. And I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm as much as much trash as I want to talk. I. <laughs> Uh, let me let me do more research. Let me figure some things out. A couple a couple years ago, 
the Brewers and the Cardinals had a one game playoff to see who would go, who would win the division. Or no, it was the Cubs, the Brewers and the Cubs. And a guy I work with is a huge Cubs fan. We're going back and forth all year long. And after that final game, the Brewers ended up winning. And it was like two nothing or two to one. It was close. Uh, the Brewers end up winning. The next day, I bought him donuts and brought him in. Didn't say a word. Handed him the donuts. Walked away. Because <laughs> I know what it's like. I know what it's like to be so close and have your heart ripped out. So, uh, you know, if if it comes down to the last play and the yeah. Brewers win, like I'll buy you some donuts and I'll walk away. But I fully expect that if the Cardinals win, I'm going to hear about it for the, the next twelve months. At least. <laughs> At the very least, and our fans, everybody, our li- our listeners, everybody else is going to listen is most definitely going to uh, hear it as well too. But it's 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 yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. I want to get into these NFL rules, man. All right, all right. I want to get into moving NFL right over rules. to it. Ooh. Well, what's your favorite rule change that you saw? So those that didn't see favorite, uh, the owners voted and approved some rule changes to the NFL Mm. uh, this upcoming season. There's nothing like groundbreaking, nothing that's going to really completely change the game, but um, it's a lot of little stuff, a lot of little stuff. Right here. I mean, favorite or the one that I just want to witness? Favorite. So, like now, um, it's got to be the onside kick one for me, man. Really? It's got to be the it's gotta be onside kick one. Hmm. I, 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 I like nine players giving them an actual chance now to make making it more exciting to because the the kick the kicking team can can actually now have a, a real good chance of getting the football back hopefully hopefully and again we'll see it's one year experiment is what they're calling it right i just don't know if all you need are two players over on that side and you can recover an onside kick more than likely like uh, i don't know if taking one player out of there is really going to make that much of a difference but we'll see yeah i just mean i want them to do what the fcf did I want the fourth and fifteen. That, I, that's what I'm from saying. From the thirty, that would be so sweet if they did that. But it seems like they they thought about it. I think they were they were a year ago or something like that, but didn't end up implementing it. And then they should. Now, they need to. I, I think every single year the Ravens bring that forward. That's one thing <laughs> the Ravens do. So they have um, one person that's that's their title is just <laughs> yeah, onside kick rule submitter. <laughs> That's it. What about what about you? Which one? Which one do you like? Uh no overtime in the preseason because let's stop <laughs> wasting our time. That one I read that rule and I'm like, that that should have been done. Yeah. How is that not done before? Let's be honest. <laughs> overtime in preseason. The, yeah. the help from the replay official could be interesting depending on how they implement it, because it's very vague right now. Mm-hmm. But they say the replay official who's already at the stadium has a chance to help the referees on the field in more specific instances, but they didn't. At least the article that I saw didn't outline what those instances are. So that obviously could have a lot of impact on the game. That could be positive for sure. Um, We'll see what 
comes of it. But yeah, for now, for everything that happened, like all of it really is inconsequential to me. So shortening games in the preseason that I really don't care about and just limits the amount of uh, injuries that a player can sustain. Sorry, I'm 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 all in on that. You don't have to apologize. The other the other stuff that they have, it's it's. I think a lot of it is stuff that we're really not going to be able to tell um, that there is a difference. But that's what I'm saying. I, I'm really, I really, really would like to see that uh, how this onside is going to play out. Um, because again, if it, you know, now obviously with football, with how the game is played now, if you're behind and. You know, there's 20 seconds left. You end up scoring, and you need to score another touchdown. An onside kick, chances are you're most likely not going to get that football back. It's just nature of the game. So I'm excited to see how it's going to be when now they cut it down to nine players. Two players is a is a big difference. That that presents some gaps in the hands team across the field or across the field, really on one side of the field. If you want to make but, it really interesting, make it seven. It's be- like. <laughs> Nine. That's still. It ain't gonna. And it's not really gonna matter. You're gonna have like oh. Youngway, uh, <laughs> Kubi, and the only one. I'm sorry. I know I said, I said his name wrong. I'm sorry. But no, uh, it's all good. I'm saying staying standing in front of. I've been on an onside kick. I've been on the hands team. Um, Wait, they put you on the hands team. Pretty much my entire life growing up, dude. I've I've even playing. You know, I had good uh, hands. Back, I could catch. Bro. You know, I had really good hands as a, a oh, running back. My. I mean, oh. you know, if you like your hands made of bricks, <laughs> it's coming in. But oh. no, no, no. So I was never the one to like jump up and catch. I wasn't like high school, but not college. Um, but I was still on there just because yeah. because I could I could catch and kind of feel the football. But standing there is literally like how they did, man, back in the like medieval times during war. Standing there while the other team's just charging at you. It is frightening. <laughs> they don't even get a running start anymore. Right. I mean, not anymore. Yeah, I'm saying like when I was playing. Yeah, I know. It was, they had a full head of steam, and it's the most frightening thing because you're you're standing like okay, I can't. The ball's up in the air. The ball's up in the air, but they're coming. <laughs> it's a frightening, terrifying experience. I don't recommend it. Carrie says her favorite onside kick happened in the preseason. <laughs> expound which onside kick i'd like to know um because I, I think that there's been some really exciting ones that happened in uh preseason so i wonder if it's one of them that i can remember or not uh packers 2011 at indy week three of the preseason week three not ringing a bell Ooh, it's week three of the preseason um <laughs> Yeah, so that what do you think of the numbers? Because there's more flexibility uh, on the numbers. So I like it. Uh, I like it. I'm a skill position players like that rule. Um, let's be honest. You can be flashy. Some players like the single digits because it seems to pop more, have more of that, um, you know, spark to it in a sense. Uh, but. So I'm a fan of it for sure. Let the players yeah. wear whatever they want to wear. But I understand why quarterbacks are not liking this rule change. So this rule change has pissed off Tom Brady to the point where he's been just going off on Instagram. I heard that. I saw that. 
Why? Just, why does he just going off? Why does he care that much? It doesn't affect him. Nobody's taking thought, 12. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought more about it. So it's just about how you read a defense. So certain skill positions at the current moment can only wear a certain amount of numbers, like numbers like 20 to like or or five to like 20 or something like that. So when you when a quarterback's scanning the defense, if they see a bigger number, they know that that's a D lineman. So they know like even though the D lineman is standing up off the line of scrimmage trying to act like a linebacker, you can see his number and say, okay, he's down, he's down, he's down, he's down, and those three are the linebackers because of those numbers. So the quarterbacks do that. And the, the single-digit numbers are the DBs and safeties. Well, now if you got a linebacker wearing a single digit number, it's gonna it's gonna now make them have to scan the defense longer. So here's what I hear when you're explaining this, which is awesome. Yeah. And I really I really like it when you get to the nuts and bolts of football and we get down into it. Mm-hmm. I hear he's a system quarterback there. He's gotta <laughs> he's he can't just see who it is and know what's gonna going on. He's gotta know he's got a big number, therefore he's gonna be down. So then that other guy's gonna be down. Yeah. And if that system isn't there for him, he's sh- he's going to struggle. That's what I hear. So it's right. So it's not necessarily. So that's really, all he's Troy Aikman, just a little bit better. <laughs> so it's not as if you. It's not as if the quarterback fully relies on that. It's when you see the defense, and it's okay. So what defenses like to do nowadays a lot is have players just stand up and kind of just. Right. We called it radar, right. radar defense. Uh, the Packers because, used to call it their psycho package. Yeah, because it it's what it does to the offense is it's hard to pick out the Mike linebacker. So when you hear the quarterback say Mike, once he picks out the Mike, then you automatically every other position knows what the guy to the right is strong. Uh, Sam or excuse me, Sam linebacker, uh, Will linebacker, weak side, left side. You know what I mean? Strong safety. Yep. Pointing out the Mike tells you everything. So when these players are standing up, it makes it harder for them to point out the Mike because we we don't know if these are down these linemen should be down or what have you now allowing for players to use whatever number they want it's going to make it more difficult so they don't necessarily just rely on that when they step up it's if they can't figure it out and they're it may be a down lineman or a linebacker or a db now they use that system you can't tell there's between a lineman and a db Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between a strong safety and a linebacker. Okay, I can I can get behind like a, that one, like a like a TJ Ward, and <clears throat> right. or like a, uh, or a Cam like, Chancellor. Yeah, yeah. And so right now, quarterbacks can see their numbers and say, okay, he's a DB, he's a linebacker. Now well, you're still going to know forward. what their number is. It's not like they're changing numbers <laughs> during the game. No, are true, we blowing true. this out of proportion? We're blowing true. this out of proportion. All it is, all it's going to present for quarterbacks now is they're going to now have to recognize the faces to the number now. There, what it is? You mean going the positions? The, I can't really see their faces. I mean, like the names, because sure, if sure. Brady is a some guy, he's not. He doesn't care that it's Cam Chancellor. He sees a number and it's strong safety. Now he's going to have to. What do you mean if? Did you just say if? What? You just said if Tom Brady is a system quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I've made my point, but uh, long rant over. That's just what these quarterbacks are pissed off about right now. Um, and I don't know. It's it's. I kind of see both it's sides. It's relevant. I get it a little bit to a point. 
But but people were saying that Aaron Rodgers is not going to care about it. I've read so many comments about that. <laughs> well, I mean, I I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to care about it either. Like, <laughs> right, right. So true. I know who's covering my receivers. I know my receivers are going to beat you, and uh, that's who I'm going to get the ball to. So, uh, Tom Brady has like one of the best receiving cores in the NFL. So yes, it really right. shouldn't matter that much who, uh, you know, whether it's a linebacker or a strong safety in there, like Mm -hmm. it'll matter a little bit. Sure. And he'll know who it is because he studies so much. That's what I don't get. I guess he, he'll know who it is based on their number. That's what. So this is, this whole point is moot. He's just blown something out of proportion. It kind of is. It it's yeah, I agree because it, because it's it's different. it's not like they said the Buccaneers, uh, every team that plays against the Buccaneers can change their number. <laughs> it's going to impact. They all should, though. They it's should gonna, say that. It's going to impact. It's going to impact everybody. It's going to impact the running backs who have to scan a defense. It's going to impact the tight ends who have to scan a defense to figure out who's who. It's not just going to impact the quarterbacks. So Yeah, but we don't care about anybody else. We only care about the quarterbacks. <laughs> we'll see. It's going to be interesting. And, uh, his whole thing is, well, why don't you let linemen wear whatever numbers they want to wear? Okay. Yeah, that, 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 okay, that why not? Of... Who cares? It's a number. It's literally a number. I want to see a quarterback in there who's wearing number 68, chucking that ball about hilarious. 80 yards downfield to hey, a wide you know, open 94 wide receiver. You know who would, you know who would do that? Who right now would do that? Who's the quarterback that would do that? Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm stumped. Would do that on purpose. Where the where the 68? Yep. You're not going to give be, me any hints? And, and, and oh. Balling. Oh. Uh, must, Mr. Mustache. Uh, yep. Gardner Minshew. Thank you. Gardner Minshew. Yes. Oh, Let's yeah. Go. He would. No, he would be number 69. Let's be honest. He'd be out there <laughs> yep. in shorts, just chucking yep. darts. Super- the super tight George too over like, top of the pads. I got you right there. I got you over there. Let's go. Let's do this. No, they're gonna make football pants that'll that'll be in the jorts. It'll be denim uh, football pants and in, in the jorts style, but with like sleeves. <laughs> they can put in pads, his thigh pad and knee pad in there. <laughs> They there will. That's what there the Jaguars, who, whatever team the Gardner Minshew ends up at next, they need to do that for just like one game. And then you got, you got like the tank top, the white tank top, and then the helmet's going to be like a mullet. Dude, you got to go all in. If you're going to do I'm this, you got to go all in. And I'm not going to lie, that's going to bring in a lot of viewers. I'm going to be honest. He's killing it. Uh, like, like he's, He looks fresh, in that, my opinion. He's, it's, he's that making it work. mullet is glorious. That <laughs> mullet alone is making mullets cool again. It, I, it's he's, making he's pulling it off. Mons, that <laughs> mullet alone is making mullets tight again. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Go drink your Mountain this Dew is, listen to Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> you stopped listening to Lincoln Park? What is wrong with you? My goodness. Um, goodness. Oh my goodness. That's that's some funny stuff. Funny stuff. What uh ooh, we, we go into our next topic, huh? So our uh, Thursday night. So is that all you have for the rule changes that you were looking at? I mean, there wasn't there was like so 
for holding. They're going to have like better training for the referees. Don't care. Uh, they are going to be looking at taunting this year, which I saw, which was kind of a big deal. Uh, they're not looking at celebration taunting. They're looking at like jaw jacking taunting. Yep. Yep. They're going to, they're going to be a little bit more strict. Um, and then, um, how about we get a locks below the waist? They're going to revisit in a couple mm. weeks to see if they're even going to allow that anymore. That would be a big deal. That would be a game changer if they take blocks below the waist out. I think they should. I think they should. You shouldn't be going at the knees. But that's all that a wide receiver, a running back, a tight end does a lot of the time when they take on a bigger player as they go for the legs. But like I, I completely agree. Like player health, we don't want to see anybody get hurt. And exactly. that's when defensive linemen are getting hurt. And sometimes offensive linemen because – when they hit that player and their body twists, they can hit their own offensive player and hit the legs. So, yep, that happens so much, man. On a three-step drop back with a quarterback, that's what it is. Ten out of ten times, that running back is supposed to get to the end uh, because the fullback is going out in the flat real quick, and so and the line is squeezing in to protect the inside because it's a three-step drop back. So you got that DN right there, and it happens a lot. You go to chop block him, you go to cut him as we call it, and you, your legs whiplash around and hit the back of your the offensive lineman. Got cussed out so many times. <laughs> you know you know who doesn't leave their feet? He just knocks people out. Maurice Jones-Drew. He'll meet you in the hole picking up that blitz and knock you out. Ask Ray right. Lewis. So, yeah, those are the new rule changes. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um We'll see how it's going to going to go. I didn't really see that there was. I mean, I'm trying to figure out where they're trying to pinpoint or where they come, came up with this new taunting rule. I didn't really see much of that because there was there was a lot of like talking back and forth and stuff, there? but there was only 11 penalties on taunting, and they think that that's too few. So they're going to try to be more strict yeah. on enforcing. Uh, and they said it wasn't going to be touchdown celebrations. It was going to be, uh, you know, they're still going to let you go three pumps if you want to go three pumps on your twerking. Uh, Is that was that a Key and Peele reference? <laughs> no, that was an Antonio Brown reference where they threw a penalty oh. flag because he had one too many pumps. <laughs> well, yeah, but I thought, I thought so. That's a reference from Key and Peele. Yeah, it probably really? is. It probably is. Oh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, it's we'll see, we'll see, man. I mean, it's gonna be, we'll see. What else we got, man? What else we got? Again, guys, Thursday nights we're all over the place. Gas to keep up. You gas to keep up. Did you see that new Super League in soccer that was announced and then crumbled oh, before did- our eyes in one week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who pulled out Liverpool or, or uh, Man Chelsea? City? Chelsea did. Then like Man City, and then like all of them pulled out. Uh, was definitely everybody was so mad about it that governments were looking at banning the Super League from forming, which basically, if people don't know, like the top two teams from like Spain, the top four teams from England, like a couple teams from Germany, I think, and maybe a team from Italy or something like that, we're going to make a Super League where it basically all the most popular teams were just going to play against each other. And that made everybody mad in Europe. And soccer fans in general. And I'm like, okay, this seems kind of cool. I'd watch this. 
I mean, I'd watch it, but I, but I, but I understand their frustration with that. I don't. They have like twenty seven leagues, and they play each other now. Like, what's the difference? For real, I'm make one you. league so that we can figure it out. They one don't league. ever. They don't ever stop playing soccer over there. I mean, you know, it would be it's, like traveling from like Maryland to Pennsylvania to play. Like that's how big Europe is. Right. It's like I could walk across my city and I just cross three countries in Europe. <laughs> crumbled that it's quickly. Tiny. Yeah, crumbled that quickly. They were they were scared of what the uh what the government was going to do. So, and it was like they the English government was the first one to say that they were going to do something to ban it. They didn't even get started like the what was that American Alliance Football League that yeah. was that it, at least the AAF got started. Well, I mean, crumbled. that was because that was because owners can't manage their money. Like, how much money you think you're going to be bringing in in a semi-pro football team? It's not going to be millions. So, be, why are you spending all. like you got millions? Let's be honest. Like, that's where the FCF just crushed it. Just I think they were banking it. on. I think the AAF was banking on the NFL helping them. I don't know why and the NFL ain't going to help nobody. And trying to turn it into a, um, like a developmental league, <clears throat> like the NFL, NFL said, Europe. No, <laughs> right. But the NFL said no, and that's how the AAF crumbled because yeah, did not manage their money. But I did see that. I did see that Super League. Um, I caught. I caught a glimpse of it as that glimpse was its lifespan as well. And it's gone. And it is gone. I should be a poet. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> Super League starts, crumbles. All right. <laughs> Brewers are hot. Cardinals are not. Got some NFL rules changes that aren't going to affect anything other than uh, my attention span in preseason games. That, um, once I that's not going to affect that. That affect anything. That's going to impact that. Once I recovering, what's, it, onside what's it? What's it going to do now? The uh, the kicking team has a two percent greater chance to recover it. Fantastic. That's exactly what I want. I want it closer to fifty fifty. I want it like forty five fifty five. Hey, you're a sports guy, and you're saying two percent is not a lot. This is a game of inches. We're not talking baseball. Two percent is a lot in baseball. We're talking football and probabilities. This is America. This is America. We're, we're talking 2%. 2%. It's a lot. Not 1%. 2%. Because no, what is that? It's a lot. It's not a lot. It's terrible. It is a lot. 2%, 2% more. Yeah. 2% greater chance now. Greater chance of 2%, 2% more. Anyways. Not worth what it. What else we got? What else we got? Let's go. Let's, let's go into. Uh, yo, what's up, Chunky Bubby? Thanks for the follow. Thank um, you very much. Really appreciate it. I think that we need to talk about Mortal Kombat. So we're gonna we're gonna leave the sports realm for a little bit. We're gonna go into some uh Mortal some Kombat comes fun. out tomorrow. And <clears throat> let's <Mortal> see <laughs> We'll see how good it is. Are you gonna go see it in uh in the <laughs> theaters? Okay, here we so, go. So Dan Dan the man says fourth down and fifty from the ten. I would love like a fourth and fifteen from the thirty, I think that'd be right? fantastic. Like, or even if you do, 
if you do fourth and like 10, that. like fourth and 10 is tough to get. It is. So yeah. fourth and 10 from the 30, and then you don't get it, like that's huge. Yeah. And it's, then it's, it's field position. Lion fan says 2% to 1% milk is a big difference, and that is true. Dude, life uh, I ain't heard home. no lie there. Life is a game of very small margins. Very. Now, on to Mortal Kombat. Okay. So, for background, yes. you believe that Wonder Woman 1984 is one of the greatest <laughs> movies ever made. <laughs> and you think that Jared Leto is the best Joker. I've never said that. In I most definitely never said Jerry. <laughs> that that blew your cover right there. You, you saying that people most definitely know that it's not true. Um, Mortal Kombat comes out tomorrow. Um, grew up a huge, huge fan of Mortal Kombat. In my family, huge Mortal Kombat fans. Um, it's from the video games to all of the movies. Love them. Okay, love them. the original movies. When was the last time you watched them? Uh, about a year and a half ago, I watched the first one. It's been a while since I watched the second one, Annihilation, but I watched the first one about a year and a half ago. Yeah. I'm going to break your heart here. That's because Annihilation is trash. <laughs> Annihilation <laughs> is trash. <laughs> the acting it is so terrible. bad. The acting is so bad, but I love it. It's still it's not even fan. bad good. It's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the one-liners and everything but so being a big fan of Mortal Kombat oh rip Mortal my Kombat. metal arms off that's fine I'll still meet you <laughs> comes out tomorrow and uh, I need for this I need for the movie to be good <laughs> I need for it to be good it's uh I do you I, want me to do I, you want me to I looked at a review I, do you want to hear about it what, what, no. wait, one second. One second. Okay. I wasn't planning on watching the movie because of the soundtrack. I'm like, oh my gosh, that soundtrack's terrible. But again, I'm, I'm a movie enthusiast. Not going to not watch the movie because of the soundtrack. So I'm going to check it out. I just, I don't think it's going to be good. I don't. I do not. So RJ, yeah. Please so define, define good. So on a scale of one to 10, you think it's going to be less than a five or you think it's going to be better than a five? Okay. Let's get into this. Okay, when it goes to rating movies on a scale of one to ten, you got to choose the category. Movies are different. They, you know, they have a different. So you impact. do a tiered system. Yeah. So a ten in the Mortal Kombat realm is not a ten in a, in a drama. Okay, you know so saying? like a ten in the Mortal Kombat round would be comparable to a, the Dark Knight, Batman Begins, V for Vendetta. Hmm. I, I would go more so of the, I would go with the ten in the, um, a ten in the Batman Begins world. I'll give it that. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll give it that. Yeah, Viva Vendetta is more of the drama. Uh, amazing movie, by the way. But oh, that's so, why I said it. I know it's amazing. Right. So <laughs> this movie now being graded from one to ten in the Mortal Kombat in the in the Batman Begins realm, superheroes, all that stuff. Um, a good to me would be a. Than this kind of movie, a a six, a six, a six. You can't just be half. Just give me a little bit over top right. of that half. Are 
So do you want me to tell you about a review that I saw or not? <laughs> yeah. Wine <laughs> fan says that he wants it to be like 300. Okay. That's a good comparison. Oh, he says Liu Kang spinning the bucket of water to Sub-Zero. That was cold. I'm telling you, man, that Mortal Kombat. Honestly, the first, the first one was perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that movie. I mean, yeah. that soundtrack, <laughs> you hear that Mortal Kombat. You get into it. You're just like, I'm, here. Like, I'm here. I'm here and I'm happy. Let's it go. Yeah. Yeah. That there's not there's nothing wrong with that movie. And I just want to say that right now. I would probably give it a five, but there's nothing wrong with that movie. It's a good movie. Maybe a six. I mm-hmm. might give it a six. Soundtrack uh, kicks it up to a six. Um dude, Luke Kane's fight with Reptile is freaking sweet. When was the last time you saw that? That's that might be the best, worst. That's fight. my favorite fight scene in in the Mortal Kombat movies. When he j- jumps and does the leg kick into him, and they're just scrapping in there. That's the best fight scene. But proceed with All the right. review. So I read a review on IGN. They gave it a seven. Out of ten? Out of ten. They gave it a seven. What? They said. This is should be the bare minimum and starting point for all future Mortal Kombat movies. So here's I'm my question so now. Here's my question I'm so now. Excited now. Are you going to see it in theaters or not? Because the theaters where we are, they allow 20 people in there and they're big enough that you have like 12 feet of distance between you. Like yeah, the movie yeah. theater does a really, really good job. And then you have to keep your mask on unless you're actively eating or drinking. So Yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the movies now because of that. Interesting. I will. I will. That that's dude, that's that's so that's almost yeah. that's basically how I called it. I said you were gonna start it, you're gonna stop it because you're like, this is actually pretty good, and then you go see it in the movies. Well, you would have started it tomorrow. You'd have stopped it. Instead, I told you about the review. You go see it in the movies. Dude, a seven out of ten. That's seventy percent. And again, oh, Mortal Kombat, I'm not. I'm not talking Mortal bad Kombat. about it. Like I think it's gonna be fun. I'm just, I'm just speaking out right now. Like the, a Mortal Kombat movie should never get a ten because it just. It, you, I mean, you just come can't. on. You, you could do can't. something with it to possibly get but, a ten. If the fight but, choreography is amazing and the soundtrack is banging, it could get a ten. I think it just can't get a 10 because even though I'm a huge fan of Mortal Kombat. Are you talking Oscars 10 or are you talking video game fan 10? It can't really be a 10 just because it's a – the storyline is – Have you ever seen the Super Mario Brothers movie? But it's – but I'm still a huge fan. So 7, 70%, that's – that's that's huge news. I'm excited now. I will be watching that in theaters. And if they're saying this is the bare minimum, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Lion fan says that uh, watch it on the ultra screen, and I'm like, mm-hmm. for Mortal Kombat, mm, mm, maybe, maybe. I like how they're how diverse their cast is too. Well, the like they're being true to the video game. I love it. So true. <laughs> so true, and I love it. That's that's the thing that always. Got me. Well, I mean, they actually the cast is fairly diverse, and like Sonya the first Blade, two two Johnny Cage, Jack. The first two as well. First two two. Well, right. 
uh, Kano, I guess. Well, no, he's more like British. He's Australian. Australian. There it is. Yeah. And but yeah, but he's a white yeah. guy. That's not very. Diverse. It's going inter- <laughs> to be interesting uh, how this is going to be now it's, that you. It is my, a little bit diverse. I mean, it is. It is. What come so Ed Boon, especially for back a, then. Yeah, Ed Boon did a, a really good job. Him and his team, they are. They made a, a franchise. You know what I uh, wish we could have seen? I wish we could have seen Bruce Lee in a Mortal Kombat movie. He would have been perfect, man. Dude, think of Enter the Dragon. That's basically yeah. a Mortal Kombat movie. That's basically a Mortal Kombat movie. And it's perfect. Well, let's be honest. Liu Kang is probably based off of Bruce Lee. So. Yeah. Yeah. Probably inspired by, you know what I mean? That. I mean, that there, what? Was only, there was only one person who did that. <laughs> and Liu Kang does it when he f- does his flying kick. Yeah. That, that that's Bruce Lee, right? Bruce Lee sound. <laughs> I was gonna watch the movie anyway, but I mean, I'm I'm looking a little bit more forward to it now. I didn't hate yeah. the theme song like uh, you and your sister did. So I didn't hate it. I just I, it didn't I, hit like that original, so, but it wasn't going to. That original so, was just perfect. Yeah, it's it's that nostal- it's that nostalgia, you know, that comes with it. That nostalgic feeling of I click on it, and I'm thinking I'm about to relive the '90s. But I was hit with EDM. I was hit with modern day. So you were you thought you hit VH1's "I Love the '90s" and you got <laughs> 2020. This ain't the '90s. Exactly. I wanted I wanted to get Rick rolled. So but what? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. But I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, is there? Let's see here. Anything else you want to touch on there with Mortal Kombat? I know mm. you're very excited about it. I just blew your mind. Your entire world is uh, yeah, excited. I for was the not, weekend. and I was not thinking of seven. That's pretty good news. That who who was that again? Was IGN. That IGN. IGN. Ooh, that's a really credible source right there. I tell you that. Um, it's no not tomatoes. Have, I don't have much because I I don't really have much to say because I have I've been staying away from like the short clips that they were releasing. Yeah, I I stayed away from it too, pretty much. Like I really yeah. wanted to see that uh, TV show that they're going to come out with that ended up not moving forward. That's what I was excited for. Yeah, so too, it was it was like, yeah, I remember that. I remember that it was like in a police station because they were showing like jacks. Yeah, it it had like. 10 shorts and all of them were really good and, and like they were foreshadowy and like they were super true to the to the game universe and uh I was excited to watch it but super real too I was like that's pretty sweet that's all right um but no I don't have much man what about what about in the video game realm so yeah. did you get a chance to see the Apex Legends um trailer I sent you cuz they're coming out with a new character in 4 days Is that what I watched with Valkyrie. Well, I'm going to our text right now. <clears throat> and then I sent I also sent you a preview of Returnal, which is a PS5 uh, exclusive. That's what I watched. Okay. So thing. I, I, okay. I did not Did you ever play Oh my god. I did watch that Returnal. Did you ever play Rezogun on the PS4? So, no, but I did like when I watched that Returnal 
are they in space? Yes. Because I was like, okay, this is sweet. And I was like, I liked the style. It looked it looked like us. It looked like Star Wars. It's like the camera's, it's that 3D camera, or not 3D, excuse me, third person camera. Uh, but it's like far back. It's like a little bit more back. I don't know. I, I kind of like that. Um, kind of like that. But no, I did not play that. That hands on. So Resogun, it's from the makers of that. So what yeah. this uh, studio was really known for was like uh, arcade kind of shooters. So basically, you had a big cylinder. You flew your ship around. Then you shot and killed a bunch of like uh, computer enemies, obviously. And then there uh-huh. were these people you picked up and you delivered. It was a really, really fun game. It was super addictive. It was really good. It was like the best PS4 game for like the first four months the PS4 came out. And so it's for, they made it. So they're known for this arcade, and their gameplay is always top-notch. Like their their hooks and their gameplay is always really good. Mm. And that's kind of what this game kind of reminded me of, is like a third-person, like a sucked-in look of it. I'm yeah. excited for it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun watching that or playing that game. Sure. And it's like the, you know, till Mass Effect comes out, I've, I'm going to be excited playing it. So, yeah, 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 that's 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 a good thing. I need another game. I need a I need. Well, God of War, it's still but it's it's going to come you to need me something to be able to play that come to me. Oh, uh, yeah. I did read that Sony is they're They're working very hard or whatever it said of pushing out more PS5s. I got to go ahead and purchase one. Um, but obviously, the shipping is not going to take too long. Download all my games on it won't take too long. I hardwire it. So I'll be, I should be up and going here soon, hopefully. If you get one, knock on wood. Mm, so true. So true. But uh, I need another. I'll probably beat Ratchet and Clank before God of War. You played Ratchet and Clank? I haven't yet, but I really liked it when you streamed it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm I mean, not... I think you should play it, but you were like, I don't, I don't want to play that game. I'm not a kid. Why would I play that game? So I'm kind of. I, like, I know I you like said a... you really liked it, but I was, I'm just surprised that you're gonna, you're gonna jump in and play it. Yeah, it, it, I used to play those like Rain Man, Rain Man games all, all the time. All the time. Spyro. Lion wants to know if you play the show. The show? I do not. I do not. Uh, we t- I think we talked about this before. The, sh- the show, uh, ugh, I like the, you know, the hitting, the pitching. I really like those mechanics. It's the outfield, man. It's the outfield. I just, uh, I just don't like the AI out there. Um, it might be fixed this year. You never know, but I would definitely, uh, I would definitely watch some streams to see if it is. Um, that's true. There's a lot of people streaming it, so you'd be able to see if that how that outfield AI has progressed a little bit. So I haven't played it for three years. It was the same thing. I just, I don't really like sports games. They're just unless it's FIFA. I do like FIFA. Um, but but that's because I don't really play it. If it's a game that I play, uh, it just feels too unrealistic and yeah. irritates me. Uh, yeah. Even though it's a video game and it's not supposed to be completely realistic. If it's that NBA Jam or NFL Blitz, I'd probably play it because uh, that's <laughs> obviously unrealistic. But I cannot wait until they try to if they they got to remaster that. 
Don't know who's going to be able to get it, but remaster that. But yeah, that's why I mainly play FIFA, man. make a new one that's good because they tried making a new one, but it wasn't good. Right. I play FIFA because, yeah, it's to me, it's the most realistic game compared to its actual sport. Um, and it, it, it's FIFA to me. Basketball is the is the the bottom of the bucket. 2K, I'm like, I don't understand how you guys are out here playing 2K. It is terrible. The, the AI in that game is terrible. And then I think it's the show is next. Um, Ooh, Lion throws out a good one. NBA Street. Absolutely NBA Street. Give me some more yeah. of that. Yeah, NBA Street was amazing. Amazing. But FIFA, yeah, FIFA to me is like the most realistic because it's, it's tough. It's tough to, you know, the learning curve in FIFA is, is, is real. It's real. Um, That's kind of all I got. I know Returnal comes out in like a week or so, so I'm excited uh, yeah. for that. We covered, we covered a lot of topics. I'm going to be, I don't know what I'm going to be streaming, but I want to stream, I want to stream something, but I just don't know what yet. But uh, Saturday night, catch us playing with the community. Uh, what what do you think we're going to play Among Us, Rocket League? We can decide then, too. Community yeah, we can. Day. Hit us up in the Discord, our Discord. Uh, yeah. You can find it on our homepage. Um, let us know what you want to play, and we'll play it. Uh, I think right now, right now we'll shoot for probably Rocket League, but if we get enough people, we'll play some Among Us. So, And I can see if maybe some other RKG friends want to play some Among Us with us, too, and maybe teach us how to play. I don't know. Because we're old and we've never played it before. But you never uh, played Among Us? No. Oh, I have. (laughs) I have. I played played a good one. I know it's somewhat easy to figure out. Like, you either have to kill or not be killed and then figure out who the killer is and not get found out. So that's basically it. Right. Right. I watched Lion play it one day and I'm like, oh, I see it. But there's some more stuff going on there. And I'm like, this could get complicated. I'll be able to figure it out. I'm a gamer. I can figure out complicated Allegedly. solutions. So, but yeah, man, that's all I got. We covered. So, uh, uh, yeah, look us up. Untap keg everywhere. Very yep. excited. Sunday morning, nine a.m. is our twitch.tv slash Untap keg. That is our our sobriety podcast stream. Yes. We talk about uh, our sobriety, our recovery journeys. Um, and then how everything in the world kind of affects that. We're yeah. having Amelie of the Sea join us, and she is going to talk about the psychology of addiction. And um, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be a very interesting show, and we're very excited to have her. Um, so look us up Sunday morning, nine a.m. Central Time. Nine. Untapped keg on all social media platforms. Uh, find us at Untapped Keg uh, and. Any podcast service, Untapped Keg Sports is this show. And then uh, where can they find you, Mons? You guys can find me on Twitter at MonteBall28. Right here below us. Um, again, MonteBall28. You can find me on Instagram at MonteBall. Um, obviously, our Untapped Keg pages as well. Shoot us topics, questions, what have you, and we'll bring it onto the show. Where can they find you, RJ? Uh, you can find me at It's Trickster on Twitter, ITZ. The I is a one at Trickster. And everybody have an awesome weekend. We'll see you on Sunday. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.